0: What's up? Welcome to Faith and Other F Words podcast, where we're all about creating a platform for badass women like you to discuss faith, politics, sex, dating, wellness, money, quantum physics, heaven, hell you name it. No scripture verses, no condemning, no regurgitation of doctrine. I'm your host, Tanya Martin. I'm a corporate hustler, wellness coach, and honestly, just a girl tired of seeing faith misappropriated. So let's change that. Think of us sitting on my couch drinking water having those deep raw intellectual combos only have with your closest smartest girlfriends believe me i'm still trying to figure it out too but at the end of the day i know it's these combos that bring us closer to discovering and fulfilling the freaking purpose god's placed into your soul you ready to drop some f words let's go Okay, recording this podcast for the first time ever has probably been one of the hardest things, and I am a techie freaking person, but I don't know if it's mercury and retrograde or what the heck is going on, but I'm finally here, you guys. We made it, and I kind of just want to start off by telling you that I don't think I really fit the Christian, Christian girl stereotype. I mean drop f-bombs i've definitely broken that v-card thing um i definitely lived with a boyfriend before and i don't know i just i love to drink tequila i love to eat tacos i mean i guess stereotypical christians eat tacos too but i digress um I know. I just, I've never felt like I fit the stereotype. I went to Catholic school my whole life from K to 12th. And then I went to a Disciples of Christ college. I went to Chapman University in Orange County. Um, and faith has always been such a big part of my life, but I've always felt like I never had a place or a platform where I was truly accepted and truly felt like a community embodied what God and what Jesus was actually teaching. Um, my parents were divorced growing up and my best friends, coincidentally from like K to eighth grade, all of our parents were either divorced or had gotten remarried. And I always felt like we were the outcasts because people were like, Oh, you're a divorced child. And then they would look at you with like sad eyes or they'd be like, Oh, both your parents work. How tragic because there was like other room moms who would like they had traditional households where the dad would work and the mom was a stay at home mom and the mom would come to the classroom and help the, help the kids out and bring the lunches and do the things. And that wasn't my parents. Like my parents were divorced. I had two houses. I had two Christmases. And so there was always a layer of like shaming and guilting and like just judgy. And that was my experience going to Catholic school. But on the other hand, I absolutely loved Catholic school. I loved that every single day we like connected with God and there was like prayer. And I always, I always felt the presence of God in my life, despite the fact that humans were ruining Christianity and ruining religion. And then as I grew up, I realized like, oh yeah, People are human, and they have flaws, and just because you're my religion teacher doesn't mean that you got it right. And I'm pretty sure Jesus never fucking said that, dude. And those were the thoughts that I had growing up. And I also hated the fact that people would only go to church on Christmas, And they would only go to church because mom and dad made them go, or because they were saving face, and, like, it was this requirement that you needed to go to church in order to be a good Christian, you know? And in my mind, I was like, that's so stupid. Like you should go to church because you want to go to church, not because you, you're you supposed to you're like, that's this checkbox that you click off. And I was like, that's so phony and hypocritical and like stupid. Like you can talk to God whenever you want. Why do I need to go to church to listen to somebody else talk about God in order for me to be seen by my fellow humans as a good Christian and having a good relationship with God. When I knew intrinsically that like my relationship with God was so good to me, My relationship with God has always been intrinsic. It's like breathing air. And I didn't feel like I ever needed to flaunt that or to explain that to anybody else. It's like, how often do you talk about air going into your lungs and exhaling and all of the wonderful, beautiful things that happen when you breathe and how oxygen flows into your body so that it pumps oxygen into your heart so that your heart can beat and like be alive. Like We never talk about that. And that's how I feel about God. It's just such a part of me and my relationship is so strong and so tight and so intrinsic. I don't know how else to explain it, but that is what I think a relationship with God should be. And at the same time, I know that religion and I know that Christianity and I know that several different faiths have completely destroyed what that beautiful relationship is and the potential for that beautiful relationship to take place in your life. And it actually brings me to tears when I think about it that there are people out there who are doing life without God. So when shit hits the fan in my life, I always find peace in God. Like, I don't know how else to explain it, but I always have a sense of peace and a sense of calm because I know that I've got God in my corner. But for some of you listening to this, you're struggling with your faith. You don't, you might not even know if God's real. You may be questioning like, why am I going through this, God? Or why did you do this to me? Or why did you give so-and-so cancer? Or why did you let so-and-so go bankrupt? Or how could you let that tragic molestation happen? Or how could you let that guy rape me? Or, I mean, there's just so many incredible, awful things that happen in life. And it's so easy to think that this entity that created us or, you know, quote unquote created us, uh, would let such awful things happen in life. And I think we're not supposed to have it all figured out because if we had it all figured out, then we would be God. Right. And my theory on things that go bad in life has nothing to do with God. It has to do with us as humans, because we all have free will. We all have the ability to choose what we want. And it's easy to blame God for things because we expect him to be this like savior. And we forget about the fact that in order to have true love, you have to have freedom. And if God loves us that much, He has to give us the freedom to choose to love him back. And if God just controlled everything, then, well, he would just be a dictator and he wouldn't be this loving God that we Christians all claim him to be. Right. So my theory on why effed up shit happens in life is completely human's fault. Like God doesn't play into the negativity. If anything, he's there to be the peace when shit does hit the fan. And what I want us to have here is a platform where we can have real raw conversations where no one's going to judge you if you're living with your boyfriend. No one's going to be like, oh, you're living in sin. You can still have a relationship with God, despite the fact that you may not be living the most biblical life. Okay? Like, can we just get that real? There's so many ways that Christianity has been twisted and tarnished by humans to the point where... People are now calling themselves spiritual because they don't want to be associated with Christianity anymore. And I completely 1,000% understand that because of the way that Christians behave sometimes. And I just want a place for us to have conversations where... We're honest about the things that are happening instead of pointing the finger and constantly condemning and pulling out Bible verses where, mind you, most people who quote a Bible verse do not have the historical context that goes along with the particular book in the Bible. All they're doing is taking a quote out of the Bible and regurgitating it because so-and-so that they admire did it or they learned it at a Bible camp and they thought it was cute and they're like just going to use that for the rest of their life so they can prove to you what a good Christian they are. That's like taking one quote from a movie and thinking that you know the entire movie's plot because you took a two-second clip from the entire movie, and you're going to tell everybody that you know what the entire movie is about when you haven't read the entire movie. You don't know who the director is. You don't know where it was shot. You don't know why it was written. You don't know anything. You don't know any of the actors' names. You don't know any of their background story, but you're going to tell everybody about this movie, and that's what people do all the time with Bible verses, and they're uneducated to talk about it. and the. Average Christian, including myself, is not well versed enough in biblical verses and the books of the Bible to regurgitate and tell you anything worth listening to. And that's bullshit. And that's not the way that it's supposed to be. If anything, embodying Christ and embodying God and being a good human entails showing that every single day in your behaviors, in your life, in your heart, in your intentions. It's not about condemning anybody or judging anybody. Like I get so upset when I hear people talking about building a wall or certain genders or sexual orientations, not going to heaven or racist remarks. it's like, what? Have you read the book, dude? Like, are we reading the same Bible here? Because I'm pretty sure Jesus hung out with lepers when he was here. He didn't hang out with all the rich people and all the Pharisees at the top. Homeboy hung out with lepers and cured the sick. And the homeless and the people that society today would look at at the very, very bottom of the totem pole. That's who he came to hang out with. But yet somehow here in 2019, we forget that. And it's so easy for people to just look at others who sin like them and think, oh, well, they sin like me, so they're going to heaven. It's like... First off, you're not God. You don't know who's going to heaven. And yeah, the Bible has been inspired by God, but that doesn't mean that you know exactly what happens afterward. So instead of pointing the finger all the time, why don't you open your arms and embrace people the way that you're supposed to? So those are the things that really get me worked up. And it makes me incredibly heartbroken and distraught that people are going through life not having God in their corner because humans like that have ruined it and I don't want non-believers or people who are struggling with their faith to think that that's what Christianity means or that's what following Jesus means or that's what having a good relationship with God means when that is so far from the effing truth it's not even funny. So what I hope is that we create a space here where we have honest real conversations with real women just normal women who are going throughout their lives who are 20s and 30s and 40s. And, you know, we'll have some dudes come on too because we need some dude perspectives. And we talk about real things like how do you navigate dating? How do you navigate the mindset of money? And how do you become the person that God placed in your soul to be? Because I know that each one of us has this calling and this desire and this whisper about the life that we were created to live and the purpose that we were intended to fulfill. And it's deep in our soul. And whether you've discovered it or not, it doesn't matter because it's there. And what I'm going to do on this podcast is I'm going to remind you that you are freaking awesome. And you're not awesome because you go to church. You're not awesome because you follow the Ten Commandments. You're literally just awesome because you were created in the likeness and image of God. Like, homeboy, Street, created, only you. There's only one of you in the whole freaking world. And if that doesn't make you special, like, I literally don't know what else to tell you. Only one only one, even if you're a twin, you still have a unique DNA to you. And there's a reason that God put you on this earth. And there's a damn good reason that you're here. And there's something special about you that you're going to contribute to this earth. And there's no way in hell that I'm going to keep going, letting people not know that and not live that. So I honestly don't care if you end up wanting to follow God or have a relationship with Jesus. But if you just Live your purpose. And if you just show up as your best self and you show up with the unique God-given talents that you have because of the topics that we discuss here, then game freaking on, mission accomplished. It's just a beautiful thing, right? It's just that's magic. That to me is the magic that is needed in our world right now, for you to show up as your best self without anxiety, without depression, without doubt, without fear, without a funky mindset about money or feeling guilty for making money or wanting to make money. Because guess what? When you have a lot of money, you have a lot of money to give away too. Your impact is bigger. So please, for the love of God, do not feel guilty about making money because the more money you have, the more money you have to give to people. Now that we're on the topic of guilt, please throw out any shame, any guilt, any condemnation, any finger pointing that you've ever experienced by religion or by somebody who claimed to be Christian or any faith community, because that is not who you are. And that's not who God thinks that you are. And God has a completely different perspective of you. He knows the thoughts that are in your soul and the intentions that are in your heart. So if you have any sort of angst or any sort of anger, this is where we're going to let that go. It's going to be gone here and we're going to kind of start fresh. Because I really think that when people come together who are actively living the intentions that God set forth for us, it creates this beautiful synergy and this beautiful Commodity that I think can change the world. And I know that sounds crazy and I know that sounds excessive, but it's really not. If you've ever been in a room with a lot of driven, kind, good people, there's just a beautiful energy in the room. And imagine if we could spread that throughout the world, what kind of a world we would live in. How cool would it be if we had the ability to just look at at the world with a lens of love versus a lens of anything else, really. And yeah, maybe it's a little bit idealistic and optimistic to think that the entire world would be able to have that mindset. But even if just a fraction of us could show up as our best selves, the ripple effect that that would have on the rest of the world, the people in our lives, the people we encounter every single day... Imagine what an incredible impact we could all have collectively if we all just got out of our own damn way and started living the life and the purpose that's been created in us. Imagine if we actually got to show up as our best selves. And I don't think that we're going to learn that by just listening to a pastor talk about a sermon. I think that that growth is going to happen when we have real conversations in community. God created us to be in community. That's why we feel weird alone. Even those of us who are introverts. Hi, that's me. There's something so freaking cool and energetic about being around like-minded people who fill your soul. God created us to be in community. We thrive when we're doing life together with other people. And I just want to leave you with one story that I think will kind of encompass and illustrate what I think we can do together if we embody the things that we're supposed to embody the way that God created us to embody them. I know that's a lot of embodies, but think about a firefly. If you see one firefly by itself, it's cute, right? It's this nice little bug. It can be kind of annoying, but it's cute it lights up it's so pretty okay cool there's just one it's just got a little light but if you've ever found yourself in the woods or in the wilderness or you're camping and it's pitch black out dark and if you ever see a group of fireflies together the light that they project can be mesmerizing and they can change the direction of where you're heading if you see a firefly in a dark dark place your eyes immediately go to that light and you think, wow, how beautiful that all of these fireflies have come together to create one bright light. And I think that's what I want us to do here. How can we be brighter lights and how can we be one big freaking light all together by showing up and being our best selves? Because I have no shadow of a doubt that I am here on purpose, for purpose, and with purpose. And I have no shadow of a doubt that you are too. All right, my faith and other F-words fam, go out today and create the good, the beautiful, the truth, and the greatness that God placed into your soul. I'll see you next time. Oh yeah, one more thing I have to ask you. I would absolutely appreciate it so, so much if you gave me your feedback and if you shared with me what kind of topics you want to hear on this podcast. I would also so, so appreciate it if you shared this with a friend, particularly one that, you know, loves Jesus, likes to cuss a lot, likes tequila, who you think would be really good besties with me. Yeah tag that girl find me on instagram it's tata conquers and then you can also find faith and other f-words on instagram share it on your instagram stories tag me slide into my DMs. let's be friends let's talk i want to know what you want me to talk about on this podcast i gotta hear it from you because this podcast is meant for girls like you and i to talk about real things and then lastly if you could go on to itunes leave me a review I know it's a little annoying but that's the only way that we're going to get the message out about you know faith and other afterwards and if you do slide into my dms and i will personally send you a little gift and a little thank you card because i'm all about words of affirmation and i'm down to send the thank you cards so with that thank you so freaking much for listening to this podcast i hope that you enjoy it and i can't wait for the journey that awaits us have a good one Bye bye